been teaching about you being involved with what God has even before God has it. Amen. What I mean, what God has even before he has it. I mean what he has spiritually before he has it materially. That's what I mean. All right? I know it's confusing, but uh, you can get out of confusion. Uh, when God gives you a, a dream which the Holy Spirit is about, it's about, no, he has been doing it. But as we go more and more into the last days, the, the Holy Spirit is going to start drawing uh, pictures in your soul that you may see what he has for you. Because God wants to show you what he has. Why does he want to show me what he has before he really manifests it? Because you need to have faith for it to manifest. And the only way you can manifest is if you see what he has. So in your spirit, you see, never stop being a dreamer. When you stop dreaming, you start dying for sure. Remember these words. And don't ever tell young people around you, or you young people, if they tell you stop dreaming, don't worry about it. Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming because God has, God is testing you, and God is, uh, in, how would I say, God is uh, instructing you, God is developing you into, will come a time, even though you are dreaming stupidities right now, he, after you are inclined to dream, he will place a dream in your heart that is part of your future. And he wants you to believe it. That's why he showed you. He needs you to believe in what he has in order for him to manifest it. That's the way it is. That's the way it goes. Are you following what I'm saying here? So this is very important. So, you must become a part of that dream. You must see yourself in it. You young people, you want to be a... Bless you. And shut up, both things. <laughs> if God places in your heart, you, you know, you have a future, you want to be a, a lawyer, you want to be a doctor, you want to be this, you want to be whatever, you must see yourself in it. You know, you must see yourself being a surgeon, you must be opening somebody's belly, whatever, you know what I mean? You've got to see yourself in that dream. Because God wants you to see your, yourself in the word. And whatever he places in you is his word manifested. Are you following what I'm trying to tell you here? So that's for a dream. But that's only a basic for things. This is anything that you read the Bible. You've got to see yourself in it. Because the Bible is 
instructions for you to realize and to know who you are now in Christ after you receive the Lord in your heart. You want to come, baby? My wife preaches behind me, you see. And then she says, yeah, and you're helping her, please. So, this is so important. The Bible will teach you who you really are now that you receive the Lord because it's totally different. Before we were walking in this natural world and now you receive the Lord, the Bible says, that, hey, all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Why? Because now I am, well, the Bible clearly says that the just, and what I mean just is people that have been justified by the blood of Jesus upon them. When you receive Jesus, you are justified that you can be in front of the, of the throne of the Father. Okay, the just shall live by faith. That means that not like before. Like before, you used to live by what you see in the natural. When I see it, I believe it. Not now. Now, as you believe it, then you see it. You understand? It's a different thing. It's a different thing. Now, many Christians will continue to live in the level that were before. And what happens then? They are going to heaven just like you are because they received Jesus. But down here on earth, since they don't live by faith or walk by faith, they will not receive the benefits of the kingdom. Jesus is not only a God for when you die. He is also a, die, a God of the living, not only of the dead. Therefore, there's a bunch of promises for you if you realize what he has. So how do you accelerate those things? Whatever the Bible says that is foreign to you, you must see yourself in it. Just like a dream that may be foreign to you. Because if you are 17 years old and you want to be a lawyer, it's a lot of years supposedly to pass by. But you are seeing yourself in something that it does not exist yet. But for you, it exists. And you know, let me tell you, it's something even more there. I'm not going to explain it and I don't want to blow your mind. But the truth is that in eternity, it has already happened. Now, chew on that, and you want some water to drink, you know, we just wash it down. <laughs> but it's, uh, that's the truth. In eternity, everything has already happened. So, whatever is here is God showing you. That's what I mean to say. That's what I want to go. Whatever the Bible is telling about you is for you. You see yourself in there. You say, this is for me. Anything that is there is for you. It's for you. The Bible will show you who you, who the real God is now. What, who is he and how does he operate? The Bible will teach you how the enemy is and how he operates. And the Bible will say and, and teach you who you really are. And of course, you have the right to make decisions. To choose. God has already chosen for you to choose. Not the, not the answer. He has already chosen for you to choose whatever you want. 
This is not pre-meditated. No, 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 no. God gave you the right to choose, you know? And uh, this is so important because the Bible says that he desires that everyone would, uh, we know the truth and everyone will come to salvation. So that's what God wants. And not only he wants it, he sent Jesus, his son, to die for that. In other words, to pay for that which he wanted to take place. And every day more people go to hell than go to heaven. So God's desire is not done just because just God wants it. it God can do anything except go against your desire. Because he has already chosen for you to choose. He will not go against. Are you following what I'm saying? You're looking at me like, you know. Say something. Amen. Say amen, man. Say, hey, I understand what you said. Good. Thank you. Muchas gracias. So, he has already chosen for you to have free will. So, he will not alter that that he has already chosen. That's why even though he wants everybody to be saved and Jesus died for the whole world. Not the whole world go to heaven. Making the God's desire not to be a reality. Just because God already has chosen for you to choose. And that is in every area the same. It's starting with that of receiving Jesus Christ in your heart. And all the way, he, the Bible says so many things that we cannot understand. And since we cannot understand it because it's in another, it's in another level, another, I would say, it's in another frequency. We are supposed to live in another frequency. Believing in what nobody else believes. They're going to call us crazy. They're going to call us extremist. And nowadays, they will even call you racist. <laughs> even though it means nothing. They have to say something to upset you. But the truth is, the truth is that uh, you are supposed to live and walk in another frequency. And that frequency is a frequency that you may not understand. But you are not called to understand. You are called to believe. Give yourself a hand. Praise God. So I want to read... Uh, I want to read a portion here of the scriptures in Psalm 8. This is so interesting because this is talking about you. This is the psalmist uh, asking God some questions about man. When the Bible calls about man, it's talking about human beings, men or women. How many are here human beings? Human beings? Some of you, are, yeah, I know some of you come from Mars. But those that raise your hand is the one I'm talking to. Those that are human beings. My God. <laughs> Let me tell you another thing. And I got to tell you this. The Bible teaches now that we cannot walk being timid. 
Because those that are timid are cowards, whether you want to accept it or not. The timid don't want to take a step because they, what they may say, what they may do, what it is. Don't know. They have, they, they, um, uh, they chained up inside because they are afraid to whatever. You cannot be timid. You got to break that. God expects you to take steps of faith and come out of your complexes. Are you listening to me? You got to be forward in this thing. Because you are not only a child of God. You are a soldier in the army of Jesus Christ. So don't tell me you're timid. You were timid till now that I'm telling you this. And you have to realize. You know, man, if I say how many here are human beings. And you, if you, in that easy question, you have problem raising your hands. You are going to have a lot of problem believing what you do not understand here in the Bible. Because that frequency is not understandable. That is not understandable frequency. That is a, a frequency to believe and not to understand. So if you're understanding, you are timid, can you imagine what would it be when you do not understand? The devil will destroy you. My people, the Bible says, know the people. My people are destroying because of lack of knowledge. So it's, it's his people, you and I. You and I. That does not mean we're not going to go to heaven. We have Jesus in our heart. But man, the years you have, if you're going to die tomorrow, you have no problem. But if you're going to be here 5, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 more years, you have a big problem unless you learn to be aggressive yes. and to realize that you are more than a conqueror. Yes. You have any lights here, man? We have this problem every day. You have any more lights here? I'm going to have to do something here. Either Mapalante, he said. <laughs> so, okay, let me see. So listen to this. This is the, the, uh, the psalmist asking God. He said, what is man? That's you. So some characteristics are going to be shown here that I want you to embrace. That's what I'm talking about. I want you to embrace, and embrace this now, but whenever you start reading this in your home, whenever you embrace anything that you know that is about you. So, what is man that thou, he's talking about to God, that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him. Now, the son of man is your children, which are just like you, human beings. Right? So I will read that again. What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? I mean, who are you? Who, who is this man that you have given this privilege of being mindful of him? That means that the, 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 uh, the psalmist is saying or asking God, what kind of man is this? This man, what is it that you have him 
in your mind all the time. You are mindful of him. You, are, you have him in your mind all the time. How can it be so important that you are the God of the universe and then all your creation and you have this man in your mind all the time? Talking about you, mama. Oh, my God. Talking about you, papa. Are you getting this? God have you in his mind all the time. And you know why? Because he's saying here, oh, this, is, this is so powerful. Don't you, say it is powerful. It is powerful. Why is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visited him? Uh, so, why are you always having this man in your mind in order for you to visit him in a constant manner to fix things that he probably himself unfixed. Everything that he has screwed up. You are so much or he is so much in your mind that you are always ready to see that you have to come to the rescue of this man. You visit him. That visitation is a visitation for him to come and bless you. And fix that which is not fixed. Give the Lord a hand, man. Say, that's good, Father. Thank you. You're, you're talking about me. Say, you're talking about me. Oh, this is powerful. This is very powerful. You must see yourself. So with that portion here, you see, this is information. Information means nothing unless it becomes revelation. Revelation is the door for you to enter into faith. If there is no revelation, there is no faith. It's just information. You will answer everybody's question. You will get A in your exam. But out there, he'll kick your butt. <laughs> All right? Because... The nitty-gritty, I was in the army. I'm a veteran of this country. During the Vietnam. And uh, it's not the same. We need the training, but the training is not the same after the training is finished. I'm telling you, boy, the other side is the one you really have to tighten your belt. So, it's the same thing here. This, you got to see this in church as boot camp. This is what it is. But when you go out of that door, that which is already being done against you is there for the enemy to, how would I say, to what? Do you want to preach with me, Malcolm? I asked you, didn't I? Okay, okay, I forgive you. I forgot I answered you. But if I don't ask her, she'll do it anyway. You know what I mean? No, no. But it's um, like the el horno ardiente. The, uh, the burning oven. You remember? Sadrach, Mesrach, and Abed, Abednego. Uh, they, uh, they heated up seven times. Have you heard of that? Yes. 
Have you read that? And uh, because their opposition will increase. The more you know, and the more you realize that you are called here to establish the kingdom, your opposition will increase. You know why? Because the devil, shh, the devil is afraid of you, man. <laughs> he's afraid. He, since he's afraid, he definitely wants to do something to stop you. He wants to stop your advancing, your advancement, all right? He doesn't want you to advance. He doesn't want you to advance. So, but this continues. I'm going to read the whole thing. What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. This is another full mouthful here, that is. Thou, should I say this? Okay, this is interesting because he says, For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. But then, what? Here, the, the, the psalmist is saying, You made man. A little bit lower than the angels. But then he continues saying things that are above the angels. Because it says here, made him a little lower than the angels and has crowned him with glory and honor. God never has crowned the angels with glory and honor. But you, he has. So then, it's a little than the angels. It looks like it's really uh, kind of opposite. How can you say it's a little than the angel and then the result is higher than the angels? And then continue. Thou hast made him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. The, 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 the angels don't have dominion over the works of God's hands. You do. So he doesn't go with that. It's a little lower than the angels. But if you go to Hebrew and you go to the original, it doesn't really say, for thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. It said, for they have made him a little lower than Elohim. Elohim is God himself. Give the Holy hand. And thou madest to have dominion over the works of the hands. Everything that he told Adam. Read Genesis. This is nothing new. If you can read Genesis, after he made man, he gave him all this total power over the work of his hands. He made him like a, little, like a god of this earth. You follow what I'm saying? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, say wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. And has put all things under his feet. Now, 
Oh, put all things under his feet. You know what he's talking about here? Dominion. Which is nothing new. Read again Genesis and you'll see. He gave Adam total dominion. Remember, Adam lost the dominion as he uh, uh, obeyed the devil. Whomever you obey, you give your authority to. Think about that. Whomever you obey, you are giving your authority. God gave his authority to Adam for this earth. But Adam obeyed the devil. And he just gave his authority. Jesus came and took it back. I say Jesus came and took it back. I said that Jesus came and took it back, baby. So, Jesus took it back. So now I got it because Jesus took it back. Dominion. You have dominion. Say, I have dominion. Then as I said, you have to see yourself in it. Because if you don't see yourself in it, you say, but I have no dominion over nothing. But the Bible says you are more than a conqueror, accentuating your dominion, but I have never conquered anything. You are now in another frequency. Forget what happened yesterday when you, before you received Jesus, you were a zero. You received Jesus and God wanted you to be a thousand and you are still a zero because you haven't believed. But if you start believing what God says, you have the ability of projecting what God says because God is God and you are you and he has crowned you with power on this earth. You see what I'm saying? Dominion to control. You have here dominion on this earth. I say, but how do I do it? Well, the point is that dominion it's not automatic. Okay, so you may believe me and believe the word, etc. Don't believe me because I'm just, it's not me. I'm just simply trying to explain what the word is saying. So, you have dominion and you believe you have dominion and you accept you have dominion because then you have to buy like that. You accept it because if you don't accept it, and you, you know why you don't accept it? You're based in your, uh, in your, uh, your frustrations and your past and things that have taken place in your life that they are still very, they are like uh, scars that are bleeding still. And then they are there and you are not able to embrace that which God is saying now about you. But if you're able to get lo loose from that and forget that the past is the past and realize that everything is new now, I'm going to tell you, man, you are going to find yourself in levels, anybody, but young people, my God, young people, What they can perform 
and receive is tremendous if they start believing in this message. You young people can do 10 times better than your father, mother, and even every your grandma. <laughs> I'm telling you, because you are getting something at a very young age with the power that God has given you because of your youth. This is, could be enormous. Enormous. So, dominion. You accept it. You have been able to beat your past and those experiences, you have put them away and received the new word in the frequency now that you are in. But it happens one thing you need, you need to execute. Dominion must be executed. It's not just that I have it. it needs to be executed. If you don't execute dominion, it doesn't matter if you have it. Again, it's like a soldier that goes to war with a rifle and never shoots anybody. He's going to get shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't matter you have a rifle, even if you know how to use it. Because you have been trained to use it. At a specific moment, you need to... Execute. If you don't execute, you are in big trouble. Are you following everything I'm saying here? So, keep this in mind now. You don't, you, if you want to dominate, you must execute. Put, give me that Matthew 18, 18. Wow, this is powerful. Matthew 18, 18. Verily, this is Jesus Christ talking. Verily, I say unto you. He didn't, have, he didn't have to say verily. That's Jesus talking. He said verily simply to uh, confirm or ratify something that he doesn't need to ratify because he is Jesus. But he does it anyway because he knows there's going to be a bunch of weirdos reading this in the future. <laughs> verily, I say unto you. Whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Don't take it away. Leave it here. Are you seeing dominion or not? Yes. Who has the dominion? We have the dominion. Sometimes we leave things to God. And in our prayer we say, Father, look at this, look at that, take care of this, take care of that. And the Father said, haven't you been taught dominion by your pastor? You see, I don't want to get my butt kicked because of you. <laughs> I want to be sure that he knows I'm doing it. And then the ball is in your side of the court, you see. I am doing my job. As I'm called by God to do. I am teaching you dominion. I am teaching you. Total authority. Now it depends on you. To execute. And now see. Look at this. This is very important. 
Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind, ye shall bind, ye shall bind on earth, shall be bound in heaven. Do you realize that it, the, it originates in you and not in God? Does it, do you see that God is backing you up? You are not backing up God. Are you checking this out, man? I mean, if you see these things and you embrace these things, your life can be changed. Your life can be changed and all the lives can be changed. Remember, you can exercise or execute dominion in anything on this earth except other human beings. Because other human beings, God has given them free will to exercise their choosing. So God doesn't want you to control. That's why we're against hypnosis, against everything that could uh, get uh, humans to obey you and you controlling their emotions or their mind. Now, we are supposed to influence you. I'm influencing you right now. I'm influencing you right now with my teaching. So I'm teaching you and trying to push you in a way to receive my teaching and to do it. But I am not controlling your mind. You're going to choose whatever you want. As I said, I do my job and then the ball is in your side of the court. Don't ever try to control nobody's mind because that, then you're in sin. Manipulation is one of the things. Manipulation. Manipulation, God hates manipulation. Because it's working with your mind to brainwash somebody. The only brainwash God admits is when you brainwashes people from bad things to get to good things, which are his word. Which are his word. So are you following everything I'm saying here? So, dominion. Dominion. All dominion were given to Jesus. You know that, right? Yes. All dominion was given to Jesus. But look at Colossians, Colossians 1.18. Colossians 1.18. And he, who is he? God. Who is he? God. Jesus. Jesus. And he is the head of the body. Amen. The church. It looks simple, but it ain't. Because when it says here, he's the head of the body. And the body is the church. That means that the body is you. And you are the church. As long as you have received Jesus Christ in your heart. In the Old Testament, God used to live... In a place made out of a tent or, or a building or whatever. But in this New Testament, after Jesus died and resurrected, it's not like that anymore. God has made man his temple. Yeah. But see, he gave you 
Toro de free will, he does not impose for you to receive him. You have to do it of your own accord. Are you following what I'm saying here? But if you do it of your own accord and you ask him to come, he will come immediately because that's his plan. So sometimes I said something that people sometimes they don't receive from of me. And I said, hell is full of people that believe in Jesus Christ. How could that be? Well, they believe in Jesus, but they have never received him. And the goal in this New Testament is not to believe in Jesus, it's to receive Jesus. That's the goal. Now, you need to believe before you receive. You need to believe in him before you receive him. But if you do not receive him, you are short. You need to execute. Oh, my God. Even that. That's tremendously important. That's tremendously important. So, um, raise your hand towards heaven because God is talking to some of you. So now, we, uh, Jesus is the head of the, of the body. The body of Christ is the church. That means that if you receive Jesus, you are part of that. As a matter of fact, let me see. I got another, uh, another scripture here important. 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Go there. 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Okay. Now you are the body of Christ. Why? You are the church. Say, I am the body of Christ. And members in particular, just like a physical body. There is a body, and there are members. Your hands, your arms, these are members of your body. Isn't that true? And each member has a different a different projection or a different mission. You're not supposed to eat with your foot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because your feet are not to eat with. It's your hands. Because you get different uh, projections. Different uh, missions. Different assignments. But you're in the same body. You cannot say, this is not my body. Unless you want to cut it off. How many wants to cut your arm off here? Don't you raise your hand now, please. Okay. So, because you are one body. You are one body. And he's the head. But this is so important. Because if he's the head. And I am a member. Of his body. I'm part of his body. The head and the body is One. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that Jesus and you are one. Straight to the point. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. What's, that's what the Bible says. The thing is that we have been so injected with religion that our mind is not able to accept these things because they want to continue with God being far. No, God is not far. God wants to be in you, near. Glory to God. And now comes the point. The Bible doesn't teach me religion. The Bible teaches me relationship with my master. 
with my king. Praise the name of the Lord. So, yes. So, of course, the authority given to Jesus after he rose from the dead is something that he gained or regained because it was given to Adam many years before. And then he was retaken by Jesus. And Jesus was your representation. And the church and the body of Christ are synonymous. The same. Are you following what I'm saying here? So you have dominion. And from now on, you're going to have to realize. You cannot be afraid of the devil. Because the devil is afraid of you. You either dominate or will be dominated. You are going to dominate. That's wrong. That's right, right. This is a character, this girl. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Say, thank you, Jesus. I will never be dominated. I'm called to dominate. I take authority to everything around me that does not follow the steps of God. Amen.